Welcome to the Steady Picks Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host, Big John, alongside with my co-host and league champion, Ricky. Ricky, how you doing here in Week 7? What's happening, Big John? Ah, not too much, not too much. It's, uh, gosh, it's been so exciting, Ricky. You know, you know I'm a big Phillies fan, and watching baseball and, and getting Thursday night games, going from, you know, baseball to football, and now we have Penn State in a big game this weekend. This is just a great time to be a sports fan. Before we dive into the football real quick, do our Phillies get it done? Do they bounce back after a tough loss yesterday, John? I, I took an L on that one. Well, you know, I got to tell you, you know, you, you have to look. It's a shame because Ranger Suarez just pitched an unbelievable game. You know, statistically, in six games or more in the postseason, he has the lowest ERA in the last 50 years in baseball. Big game guy. Yeah, big, big, big game guy. And, you know, they looked like they just kind of came off a big win, flew across country, and they just looked like the bats were in there, a little tired. I think tonight's a big game because, you know, obviously, you know, they're going to throw a ballpen game for uh, for Arizona, and, you know, you'll have kind of a ballpen game a little bit for the Phillies, but definitely big edge there. So I think they're absolutely going to get done. I like them today, and I like them to, uh, to probably win this thing in five, six games and, uh, it's, uh, and then go back to the World Series. And I think it could very well be back against the Houston Astros but uh, just an electric, that Philly crowd, and just a great time of year. Well, I'm locked in Philly's money line. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You know, but we did have a football game last night. Uh, the Jags against the Saints. Jags winning 31-24. So Jags, you know, cover with Jags, cover with the over. But, you know, overall, you know, nothing great of a game. I mean, I think the, the big news was you had to wait till game time to see whether Trevor Lawrence was going to play. You know, with six teams on by, you know, that was an important decision. If he could play, he was playing with a brace and how effective would he be. And, and most people sat him. But, you know, he was 20 for 29, Ricky, 204 yards. He had a touchdown, 100, you know, quarterback rating. But the surprising thing was what people didn't realize is he may not be able to run side to side, but he had no problem running straight and ran for 59 yards. I mean, was that it's always nuts? the injured guys. It's always the EQ who can Career figure highs out, and right? rushing, yeah. And, and your boy, I got to tell you, you know, your boy, Travis Etienne, who, who Ricky, you I know love and you keep preaching them, you know, 14 for 53, but two more touchdowns. And this guy, you're right. I mean, he is getting the volume, right? He is almost becoming like the bell cow. I mean, touchdowns every week. The only thing with him is he got, he did most of his damage early. He had those two touchdowns in the first half. Um, and truthfully, John, I was, I'm playing against Alvin Kamara. Oh. And I was outpointed despite Kamara not scoring a touchdown and ETN having two. He put up more points. I'm down. Well, well, I'm well down. let me tell you. Well, let me tell you, right? So, so Kamara was really the only thing that's worthwhile talking about about the Saints. I mean, you know, he was 17 for 62 rushing. But here's what killed you, Ricky. He had 12. That's one, two, 12 receptions for 91 yards. And in the PPR league, you combine that, and it's an explosion. The amount of Think target, about that for a second. It's, it's crazy, right? If, if, he's, if you're in a full-point PPR league, 
he gave you two touchdowns of points just in catches. Yeah, aside from exactly. everything else. The target shares he's getting is crazy. And like I said early on in our pre-draft show, you were able to get him at a discount because of suspension. And the target shares he's getting is crazy. You know, the only other thing worth talking about this game besides the Camara and, and, and the target shares he's got is, is really the fact that Derek Carr just looked pissed. I mean, I don't know if you saw him, Ricky, on the sideline, but he was chewing out everybody. This guy wants to win, and, and he was truly pissed off last night. He should be pissed at himself. Yeah. I mean, I, granted, there's a, a drop touchdown to, to tie the game at the end that, you know, sucks, but Derek Carr is to blame for a lot of his struggles throughout his career. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying Derek Carr if that's what you're selling no, no, I'm not selling Carr. I just thought we saw a different side of Carr last night with that body language. I mean, he was really pissed. He's yelling at his receivers when yeah. he's throwing the ball, John, out of bounds. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you want the guy to do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'll tell you something. You know, I, you know, I'm a big Christian Kirk guy. I mean, a guy continues to get it done. You know, six for 90. He had he had another touchdown. I know he dropped that one. But but I got to tell you something. He seems to be the guy, and Trevor Lawrence seems to be a game manager. That's really what he is. What? I told you that Calvin Ridley was going to be secondary to him. Yeah. And look, what, look what's yeah. happening. After one big week, the yeah. Ridley people and... Well, which leads, been quiet. which leads me into potential buy low candidates. I know I saw Ricky that you look like tried to to pull off a buy low candidate. Give me a quick overview, our audience, a quick overview of that, and and uh, and there's a couple buy low candidates I absolutely like. So I traded George Pickens and Rasheed Rice. This is a half point PPR league for Jameer Gibbs. I like it. Love it. Yep. Well, here's the thing. Listen, I mean, at some point, they they gotta release him a little bit more, and, and they Montgomery's gotta, out. Yeah, Montgomery. If this isn't the week to do it, I mean, Montgomery's out. They gotta use him more. And you know, the problem with Pickens is, I love the guy. He's so talented, but that offense just isn't clicking. Listen to this. This and, is and Deontay Johnson's coming back, right? L- let me tell you why I have a ring, John. Let me tell you why I have a ring. I trade George Pickens and Rasheed Rice, who's one of five different receivers who are a dart throw on the Chiefs. And I get Jameer Gibbs, who's a Ferrari who hasn't broken out yet. But then I pick up Deontay Johnson because someone dropped him. And I feel I got almost an equal to Pickens back because he's a higher target guy, if nothing else. So I walk away with Gibbs and Deontay Johnson, the way I see it, and I let... Pickens and Rasheed Rice go. What's that league called? The Jackass League? It's I mean, a steady picks man. league. It's oh, it's a steady, steady picks league. league. Oh my god, I must have been sleeping when that would happen. I like to know what Jackass. That's did a make. championship move. Who the right hell there, drops guys. Deontay Johnson when he's coming back? I mean, and the guy's nothing more than a target monster. But I will tell you, speaking of trying to take advantage, if it, this is to all our listeners out there, Devontae Smith, you heard it here. I'm there's so many rumblings of people dropping him. They're tired, especially after bad week six. I am telling you, he's come out and said, I'll be okay. I'm telling you, people are thinking, oh, now they signed uh, the gentleman from Atlanta, Julio Jones from Atlanta. Oh, you know, they're, they're concerned about Devontae. People go out and get Devontae Smith. 
now. You can get them low. You'll see dividends paid this week as they're going to have to score points to keep up with Miami. Devontae Smith, Big John told you, go out and buy them low here. Were you talking to your your last year's co-host, Donnie, prior to this episode? No, I wasn't. Because, no, I love Donnie. But Donnie's, yeah, Donnie, Donnie's great. We gotta get Donnie offered on. me Drake London. For Devontae Smith. I have it this in my in my trade inbox. And Donnie, let me tell you something. I'm not even rejecting that. I won't even entertain that with my thumbs to push the reject button. That's how insulting that deal is. He offered Devontae Smith for Drake London? A Falcon? Oh my a god. Falcon well, pass well, catcher? Yeah, listen, listen, I have listen, pits. listen, listen. There was a reason why Donnie was a champ. I mean, right? He's, he's trying, trying to fleece He's me. trying to fleece you on the fact that Drake London's put together a couple games and he's trying to sell on the high. You know, right? That's what he's doing. The other guy, I'll tell you, the other guy I like, you want to try to fleece somebody, go after Javante Williams. He's another guy I like, Ricky, that, you know, he's played five or six games. A lot of people weren't even sure how much he played this year with that devastating injury. And he's averaging 5.2 yards last game. I'm telling you, he's a guy you could buy low as well. What do you think of Chris Olave? I feel like he's been pretty quiet. People are starting to get frustrated with him. You think you could, you could steal him and he has a big second half? I do. I do. I, I think he's a real talent, I, you know, and, and I think people are concerned about the Saints. I like that. I, I like Chris Olave. Yeah, I do. I do. Also, John, we got a question in that it caught my eyes, and I, want to, I wanted to ask it to you live on the show for the listener. He asked, who are your absolute smashes for NFL Week 7? He wants a few in every position, or at least a couple. Um. And he wanted me to pass this to you directly. So, okay. So let me give it to you. And 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 just so you know, Ricky, for time's sake, I'll give you one at each position, just because we got to get the questions. These questions are getting—they're like doubling every week. And and I know we're helping people win, and that's what we want to do. But I'm going to give you people that are not the obvious. So for that listener, let's start a quarterback. Okay, Brock Purdy. Love him this week. Smash against Minnesota. I think he's in for a big week after what happened last week. I know there's some injuries there. Play Brock Purdy. You won't be disappointed. Running back. I like back, that a lot. Running wow. back, right? Aaron Jones. We have it because the injury we haven't heard. He's in a smash mouth position at Denver. I'm telling you. Denver sucks. Denver sucks. I'm telling you, Aaron Jones is another guy. He's my running back smash guy. Wide receiver. Somebody that nobody's thinking of. Look for Terry McLaren to bounce back in a big way at the Giants. Look for him to have a bounce back game at the, at the wide receiver position. I got to ask you one thing. Speaking of of him you're a big Penn State guy yes you mentioned the sh- their game tomorrow what is going on with your boy Jahan Dotson over there because he not only did he put up a zero I think last week but he wasn't even on the field running routes he's like benched what the like something's something's not right there I mean you know it hasn't been right there as far as you know with the new offensive coordinator you know they are just not getting him the ball I, I listen he's a talent and, and I and I think you know you talk about guys that maybe are going to get dropped and I would pick up because he's been dropped in, in in about 13 percent of the league more than he, he's 
hitting the wire all yeah. over the place. I, I pick him up. I, I think he's too good, and they're going to need to use him. But remember, Washington's offense has really gone around – you know, McLaren, it's going around Samuel. Curtis Samuel is, he loves him. Yeah, but that's he a problem. He loves to run sweeps. I, I know. Listen I know. to this real quick, and then we, we can move on. Yeah. But uh, through six NFL weeks, Jahan Dotson was many experts' breakout player of the year. Yep. He has 28 targets, 17 catches, 140 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah. That is like what you thought you were getting from him in one game or two yeah. games, you know? Like- no, no, I know. And I think a lot of that has to do with Samuel. And I think that there, you know, he's running a lot of like he did with the chiefs, a lot of those sweeps, a lot of those different things. And Samuel's really playing well. And I think that, that he's using him more. So I, I don't know. I think Dotson still has some value. He's being dropped. You stick him on your bench. You wait for him to have a big game. But, I mean, he has been probably the biggest disappointment because everyone had him as a breakout player. But but moving on, you know, tight end, again, not the obvious with six buys. I like Zach Ertz against Seattle. I think Zach Ertz will play well against Seattle. And a defense, uh, I like I like Cleveland against Indy. Uh, Gardner well, Mitchell is like a statue. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, they're my smash hits that I think that uh, – that, that I would to answer that question, I would I would definitely play. But if you're okay with it, Ricky, for time's sake, why don't we try to help some of these people out with some of their, their questions? Of course. So so Sam's asking about should he play uh his quarterback situation's tight. He's, he went ahead to go to the wire. Should he play uh uh Joshua Dobbs or Sam Howell? Uh, obviously Howell's at the Giants, Dobbs is at Seattle. Uh your thoughts there. I'm going to go with Sam Howell. Um, I think the Giants' defense is is specifically pretty vulnerable in the secondary. Um, so I think they're going to try and air it out, and I think Sam Howell can have a pretty decent game this week. Totally agree with you. It's Sam Howell for me all the way. I think that Arizona team is done. They got their one win. I think that Seattle defense too, John. Oh yeah, they're, those oh, corners. Oh, oh yeah, they're oh good. Gosh. Oh, those corners are unbelievable. They got some young yeah. studs yeah. over there. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good team, and I think Arizona. I'd be surprised if they win another game. Um, next question comes. Uh, here we go. This is the question comes from Arkansas. He needs two. Uh, Adam needs two people from DeAndre Swift, who's who's Miami, obviously Rashid White who's home to Atlanta, or Josh Jacobs, who's at uh, Chicago. He needs two, Ricky, from Swift, White, and and Jacobs. So Josh Jacobs, pull him right in the lineup. Absolutely. Against Chicago, that is no, a slam no, Garoppolo, dunk. Probably. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Doesn't I, I'll matter. Add, he's a slam dunk. I agree. Who's Who the is, second one? Swift, you are 100% playing Swift against yeah, Miami. Totally agree. Game should be a shootout. Totally agree. It's Swift. Philly crowd behind his, yeah. his hometown. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It's Swift and it's Jacobs all day long. Who was the third one, though? Uh, Rashid White. Who, oh, that's, who, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's an easy Jacobs. one. There you go. Here's another quarterback question that we have that came from Michael. Uh, again, quarterback problems. Brock Purdy or Jordan Love? Well, I just told you Brock Purdy's my guy there. So, to me, it's a no-brainer. Play Purdy. You feel differently? I was deciding this week. I have Joe Burrow, who um, is on yeah. a bye week. Yep. Brock Purdy wasn't available, so I was looking at Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett, John. I think I'm just go, a fan of Kenny Pickett because I I'd go Love over. Yeah, Pickett it's a it's a no yeah. brainer. Yeah, I go um, Love over Pickett, but Love's but, going against that awful Denver defense. I know that's they why got I seventy go, piece. That's why I go with Love. Yeah. He's getting some weapons back there. Um, 
We have another uh, another question here from Baltimore. Uh, I need a flex from, uh, and it's either going to be Devonte Smith or Mike Evans. Interesting. Well, I just talked about I think Smith could break out this week against Miami. I know Mike Evans is playing the land. He's having a great year. I'm going with Smith. Who are you going here? I'm going with Smith because I think um, Atlanta is really going to try to run the ball, grind the clock, and take away a lot of fantasy opportunities for yeah. the Bucks offense. And that's what they do, right? Yeah. I mean, with Bijan, that's what they do. Let's get to one more question here. Sai, we're going to get to you here uh, in Florida. She has a tight end question. Uh, Darren Wauer or Kyle Pitts? Wauer's at Washington, Pitts is at Tampa. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Ricky? Man, that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm a big Kyle Pitts person, but I'm starting to get off the wagon a little. You know, like, is Daniel Jones back? Yeah, Daniel Jones should be back. I personally... I'm going with Waller here just because I think they don't have a lot of people. Pitch, you still have Juna Smith is, is in play there. Tampa's pretty good against the tight ends. It's close, but I would play Waller over Pitts here personally. I would ride with your advice. Yeah. Um, as far as some, some trade questions, let's get to some of these trade questions that had come up uh, real quickly. Uh, here's one. <laughs> I love this one. Um, I have Jared Goff. I was offered Brock Purdy. Would you make the trade? Jared Goff. I mean, for for a season long move. Yes, yeah, a season long move. He was he has Goff, and he was offered a trade for Brock Purdy. I probably would do it just because Brock Purdy. None of those weapons are like seriously injured. He's just got so many toys to play with every week. I'd probably take Purdy. How about you? I think I'd go Goff. And I think I'd go Goff just because I think that he's... I think they throw a lot. And I think that, you know, um, he's got, you know, Jameson back, Williams back now for the Oh, we had ball. a sighting. So, yeah, we had a sighting, Touchdown as you saw. Week. So, I think I'd go Goff. But, <clears throat> you know, to me, you know, they're both very similar. <clears throat> Here's one. Um... So Shannon was offered Ramondre Stevenson and Brian Robertson Jr. for Kenneth Walker. So it's a two-for-one, Ricky. Uh, Stevenson and Robinson for Kenneth Walker. Take that and run like you stole it. So you would give up Walker for Stevenson? No, I would want Walker. Oh, right, I right, 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 right. No, she was offered. It's saying she was saying she was offered. She has Walker. She oh, was tell that she, person yeah. to kick rocks. Yeah. We don't yeah, need you trash. Absolutely, Walker. They're not trash. They're not yeah, trash. Walker is a stud. I would say you could throw in three more. Your Walker your, your right for the record is PFF's RB one this yeah. week. Yeah. Like that. If he, you're looking for a value guy, who well, Charbonnet's out. Yeah, he, he that, Walker is a. Absolute stud and and the bell cow. He'll be a bell cow this he week. He should John run through, run down Arizona's throat at home. This totally, week. totally agree. All right, here's let's get to this one here. Tony, Tony, he has Adam Thielen, and he was offered Jalen Waddle. Wow, that's an interesting one. What do you think on that, Ricky? That's an interesting. One. Who would have ever thought Adam Thielen, right, would have the amount of activity he's getting there in Carolina? Grab the young horse. It's a no-brainer. Grab the young horse. Waddle is a top-tier wide receiver. He's got Tyree Kill next to him, who, who requires double coverage. We're seeing more and more every week. I think Waddle's going to have a huge second half. 
Yeah, and I don't disagree with you, Ricky. I, you know, I, Theon's the only guy there, but I, I'm, I'm worried about this guy getting hurt. Like you know, he's got I mean, an older body. Yeah, he's got he's an older been, body. He's got yeah. so many targets too, John. He's taking yeah. a beating already. I yeah. don't know. No, 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 you're right. And and let's get to the last one here. You know, Mark's asking. Um, he, he was offered C.D. Lamb and the Dallas defense for Cooper Cup. Would you make that trade? C.D. Lamb and Dallas, and he gets Cooper Cup in return. So I guess they thought Cup was maybe a little bit better than Lamb, but they threw in the top defense. Would you do it? That's interesting. I mean, those are two guys that I love. Like, mm. they're both on my love list. I think Cooper Cup, and this might be bold, but I think he's probably the single most valuable player in fantasy, even ahead of Tyreek Hill. As crazy yep. as it sounds, like moving forward, yep. I wouldn't want to get rid of Cooper Cup. That's just where I'll leave. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you something. I, I agree with Ricky. I mean, it's tempting, especially if, you know, I mean, defenses, listen, you can stream. Dallas is great, but there's there's just as good defenses week-to-week streaming. So, to me, that's not a major deal. CD Dam, great potential, but, but he hasn't really – they haven't been able to utilize it the way they should. Schedule's tough. I agree with Ricky. I'm, I'm keeping Cooper Cup. You know, I, I, I won Cooper Cup, so I would definitely take the Cooper Cup side. With that being said, unfortunately, Ricky, we are out of time. Boy, how time flies here. So, again, everybody, get your questions into SteadyPicks.com. We'll get them all answered. Uh, promise, and we'll make sure that you have the best lineup to win your Week 7. With that being said, go over to Steady Picks. Follow us on Instagram. Go over there, you know, on TikTok. Some funny stuff, some unbelievable stuff. Got some great shows over on YouTube. And let's uh, good luck with everybody week seven. And we'll talk to you next week, Ricky. Looking forward to it, John.